Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Down the block, Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, continuing our series of episodes from last week. 2023 is a big year for, uh, could be a, a, any sort of players that it might be, you know, a make or break year, might be how they gel into a new footy side, might be because their team has changed and this player, it opens them up for a big season, which is the case with this guy. We're going to have a look at a Penrith Panther and look, I think there's a number of guys you could choose from the Penrith Panthers. You've obviously got Stephen Crichton, it's his last year at the Penrith Panthers, he'll be looking to go out with a Huge bang, hopefully a third premiership in a row, a fourth grand final in a row. You got Nathan Cleary, Api Kurosawa has now left. All of a sudden, the keys are in Nathan Cleary's hands 100%. He's coming back from a World Cup. A heap of reasons why I think Nathan is going to go to a new level this year. So much to touch on there. Sonny Luke, he comes in for his first full season as an NRL 9. Luke Garner, he's been underappreciated by the West Tigers for a very long time. He arrives at the best system in rugby league right now, on the best edge in rugby league right now, arguably. Uh, so he's another guy you could talk about. There are so many fellas. Liam Martin coming off that grand final in that incredible World Cup. Maybe you'll see the Penrith Panthers shift more ball right this year. If so, could be massive for him. You've got Taylor May, Isaac Tungo coming off um, their first full season of first grade. Will second year syndrome get a hold of them? You've got Dylan Edwards. Obviously snubbed from the Kangaroos World Cup, but now a Clive Churchill medal winner. I'm a sh- I think he's going to be in for a massive season as well. You might even see his role change a little bit depending on how the Panthers change their footy. So there is so many guys to touch on. Uh, Tyrone Peachy's arriving there. Zach Hoskins is arriving there. There's a heap of guys to talk about. You've even got guys like Jack Cogger. Remember, you're going to get to the origin of period and you're not going to have Sean O'Sullivan. Uh, you're not going to have um, Isaiah Katoa or these guys that you would have assumed would have come in. So there's going to be opportunities there for guys, a heap of young guys at the Panthers that can step up into those roles. Jamin Salmon, you'll probably see him playing the halves a little bit. So really interesting year for the Penrith Panthers. But the player that I've chosen is uh, one of the more controversial players at the Penrith Panthers. And I uh, I think he cops a little bit too much stick, to be honest with you. It is Jerome Luai. Uh, has he got a bit of uh, shit in his game that at times annoys people? Yeah, sure, 100%. Uh, I, I think sometimes it's taken out of context with Jerome Luai. I think he's become a bit of a scapegoat and a bit of a target uh, because of how successful he is and how confident he is. Uh, it's funny, you know, when it all first started, like we all loved it. And then the more and more he got successful, the more and more he beats people's teams the more upset we get. But, I mean, you've got to give it to the guy. No matter what people say in the media, no matter how people go after him, 
He just keeps on performing. I mean, he's now been to three grand finals in a row. No 5'8's done that since Brett Kenny. He's won two premierships in a row. Not many 5'8's have done that throughout the history of rugby league. Is he in a good team? Sure, 100%. But you've got to remember, in 2020, the start of 2020, all these guys that you tell me are superstars and everything, they weren't then. They weren't rep players or anything. Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai have taken these guys all the way through. You've got to remember as well, we have a look at teams over the last 10 years. When James Maloney leaves, they find themselves in a bit of curry. Remember, James Maloney left the 5'8 jersey at the Penrith Panthers. Jerome Luai inherited off him, which, you know, traditionally over the last 10 years or so has been some of the biggest shoes to fill in rugby league. Jerome Luai absolutely killed it. And, you know, yes, the last few years he's won and he's carried on a little bit and people have got upset. But as I always say, you go back and you watch his interview after the 2020 grand final when he lost and he was devastated. They shoved a microphone straight in his mouth and he just said, this sucks, this is the worst, but we're going to bottle it up and we're going to come back bigger and better. Uh, since then, he's won two premierships in a row. He's somehow taken Samoa to a Rugby League World Cup final, which was unbelievable. His performances in that World Cup, minus the first game, which was a shit fight, were incredible. There's no denying that. You know, As I always say... You don't have to like this guy, but you've got to respect what he's doing. And I personally think uh, that 2023 is going to be a huge uh, season for Jerome Luai. I think it's going to be a bit of a season, a career-defining season, to be honest with you. And you know what? No matter what Jerome Luai does, people will say he's got a gun team. He's got Nathan Cleary. His job's easy, which is complete and utter bullshit if you understand the game. If you want to sook and get upset because he's a winner and your team isn't, I understand that argument. But there is no denying that this guy is an incredibly talented guy. I'm going to take you through some numbers, and I'm going to just explain a couple of things about this Penrith Panther system. So when you have a look at it over the last few years, 2020, you had Nath Cleary on the right side. You had Jerome Luai on the left. They went all the way to the grand final against the Melbourne Storm, fell sh- short there, well and truly outplayed by a Cameron Smith-led Melbourne Storm outfit. Scoreline equaled up a little bit towards the back end of the game, but Melbourne were by far and away the best team on the park that night. They were the best team. There is no doubt about it whatsoever in my mind. There's really no argument about it. I think the scoreline probably did the Panthers a bit of a favour, and to be honest with you, I think the Panthers knew that going into season 2021. So the mark was set. Cam Smith retired, helped the cause a little bit. They, of course, went on to beat the Melbourne Storm in that prelim final. Huge game there. And when you have a look at 2020, as I said, Jerome Luai, he was controlling the left edge. Uh, You also had Nathan Cleary controlling the right. You have a look at that left edge in 2020. Uh, Stephen Crichton, his stats, he was second overall for tries with 17. He had 18 line breaks, which was fifth in the NRL. The winger on that side, of course, was Josh Mansell, remember? Career high year that year. He was absolutely killing it. Left that left edge, and his career has just fallen in a heap since then. He scored 12 tries and had 21 line breaks. So he he had the second most line breaks in the competition. So Critter, the left centre outside Jerome Luai, 17 tries, second most in the competition that year. Josh Mansour on the left-hand side as well, 21 line breaks, second most in the competition that year. Both of them only fell behind Alex Johnson, who had a huge season outside South Sydney, as he always fucking does. So Critter and Mansour on his edge, pretty good. Kick out, not bad either. 10 line breaks, 7 tries. He topped the NRL for forwards in both of those categories. 10 line breaks, seven tries. So not bad, obviously, you know, being the forward that gets the most line breaks, the most tries, pretty handy, especially when you consider the guys outside him also dominated those stats. So that makes it a little bit harder. Jerome Luai himself that season, 23 try assists, 23 try assists, 20 line break assists, and seven tries. So 2020 was a big year for him. 2021 rolls around, and the Penrith Panthers changed their football a little bit. This is what I love about what Ivan Cleary does. He's always changing his game up. You never really get used to what they're doing. They change, change it every single year, pending who's in the side. The next year, 
They need a left centre. Matty Burton jumps in there. Very interesting. Very different footballer to who they had there the year before. Stephen Crichton, more of a ball player. They changed their game completely. Matty Burton, he plays a bit of a hybrid role at left centre, playing sort of like a 5'8", an extra step out. Jerome Luai was very catch and dish. Kick out, running that overs line, hit um, Matty Burton out the back, then he would create something out the back of that. And Matt Burton had a huge year. Of course, you will remember, got Dallium centre of the year. We thought he was a 5'8". At the start. Well, he was a 5'8 at the start of the season. He still is a 5'8". He was still a 5'8 when he got Dallium centre of the year. But once again, the guy outside Jerome Law has a massive season, huge fucking season. He killed it, Matt Burton. He was sensational. Of course, he signs that huge contract with the Canterbury Bulldogs. He goes there. They lose a player there. Isaac Tungo comes in in 2022. And now you're looking at this side. You go, okay, Matt Burton's left. Sweet Jerome Law. He'll step up again. Ivan Cleary has other plans. He turns Viliami Kikau into one of the most complete players in this competition. It was unbelievable what Kikau did last year. He, he was just off the charts. The ball playing that he added to his game and what ended up happening was Isaac Tungo, who's a brilliant player who you'll see so much of this year and you'll realise how good he is. I, I know you think he's good now, but at the end of this season, you'll be sitting there going, fuck, he is one of the best centres in this competition without a doubt. He was underrated until 2023. They have him. He becomes the best decoy in rugby league. And you have Viliami Kikau going out the back of him. And once again, Jerome Luai finds himself in the same spot. Catch, dish off to Viliami Kikau, who collects try assists and tries all day. And Isaac Tungo runs that hard line. So all of a sudden, you look at Jerome Luai's numbers once again. They're a little bit down because it's like he had a second 5'8 in 2021 with Matt Burton playing left center. And it was like he had a second 5'8 in 2022 because Viliami Kikau just turned into a fucking juggernaut. Imagine the biggest guy on the field who all of a sudden, he kind of turns into the most skillful guy on the field. That's Ivan Cleary 101. This year, it becomes very interesting. Viliami Kikau is gone. Matt Burton's been gone for a little while. You've got Isaac Tunga at left centre. You've got uh, his good little mate, Taylor May, outside him. He won't be there the first two weeks. I think it is. He'll be back after that. I'm tipping that you see Jerome Luai really jump back up this year. I think he's in for a huge fucking season. I think with Appy gone, it puts a lot more pressure, and I think they love that. Nath and Jerome Luai, I think it puts more pressure on them to take control of this team, and I think they will. And I think that left edge, people are telling me there'll be more ball go to the right. And you know what? There probably will be. But don't tell me that that left side isn't still going to be one of the best left edges in rugby league. I hear a lot of people say Luke Garner, average footballer. If Luke Garner had spent the last five years at the Roosters, you'd think he was a fucking superstar. He is a very talented ball runner. He has one of the best lines in rugby league. Keep an eye on him. He's going to play that role that Isaac Tungo did this year. Potentially... You might see Dylan Edwards float down that edge a little bit more. I've been saying that for a while. I think that this could be the year that you start to see it. But I think that that left edge is going to be controlled by Jerome Luai once again. And, you know, when you go back and have a look at 2020, the last time that he was in charge of an edge, it was completely his. He didn't have another guy outside him playing that sort of ball-playing role. It was pretty fucking impressive. You have a look at Trisis over the last couple of years. So in 2020, he played 23 games. He had 23 Trisis. So one Trisis per game. Last year, he played 20, uh, sorry, 2021, he played 25 games. Uh, he came up with 19 Trisis. So a little bit down there because Matt Burton was so involved that season. You know, he played less games. So he played more games in 2021 and had less tri-assists um, than he did in 2020 where he had less games. So pretty wild. 2022, he plays 20 games uh, and he comes up with 13 tri-assists. So well down because 
Kikau produced so many. There were so many stats going to Kikau that probably should have gone Jerome Lewis' way. I now think he takes more control. Just as another example, Supercoach. It's not the be-all and end-all. I understand that. But points in Supercoach are an indicator of how a guy is playing, especially when you're a halfback or 5'8", because you get the vast majority of your points from attacking stats, especially a guy like Jerome Lewis. He's not the sort of guy like Nath Cleary where he takes 10 or 12 hit-ups a game and he makes 25 tackles. He's not that sort of footballer. He gets his points from attacking stats. You go back to 2020. 62 Supercoach points he averaged that year. 2021, he went down three points. 59 points he averaged that season. 2022, goes down to 56. So over those three years when this team has only got better, has only got better, and his edge has only got better, he's gone down six Supercoach points across those two years. I'm telling you, he's going to jump above what he got in 2020 this year. He's going to go 62 plus. He's going to pick up a heap more attacking stats, and people are going to be really, really upset, I think, by how Jerome Luai is going about his footy, because he's going to be louder. He's going to be more outrageous, because I think he's going to have more involvement. I think he's going to come up with more stats, and we're going to start to appreciate him a little bit more, because as I've always said... How on earth can we sit here and pretend like the back-to-back premiership winning 5-8 isn't a good footballer? It's fucking wild. The other thing, the other thing that's going to make this a very important year for Jerome Luai, he's won two premierships in a row alongside Nathan Cleary. Both qualify to play for the New South Wales Blues. Both have for the last two years. Haven't been as successful as they should have with the team they've had. Let's be honest here. They should have been more successful than what they have been. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Samoa and if he's going to be able to play Origin and all that sort of stuff. But if he is available, which I assume he will be, It's going to be very interesting because as it stands right now, if everyone is fit, if Turbo is fit, if Luttrell is fit, if all these guys are fit. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Matt Burton and Jack Whiten, they're not in the 13. And it looks like Brad Fittler will probably run with two hookers. So do you carry Matt Burton or Jack Whiten as a 17? Or... Do you start to consider playing one of them at 5'8"? They both play on the left edge in Clubland. You've got uh, Matt Burton plays left edge for Canterbury. Jack Whiten plays left edge for the Canberra Raiders. Jerome Luai plays for the Penrith Panthers. Does Brad Fittler go with the combination of Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary? Or does he maybe start to look elsewhere? Because if he doesn't, it means he probably has to leave one of Jack Whiten or Matt Burton out if everyone's fit. Potentially both of them, which I don't think Freddie's going to want to do. So I think there's a bit of pressure going into this season on Jerome Luai to really perform. I think he's going to answer a lot of questions this year. I think he's going to leave a lot of people really upset. People don't seem to like when this guy is successful. And I think he's in for a huge year. Just going back to 2020, the season he had. And remember, this is in that Panthers team that they were still developing. They were nowhere near as much of a good side as they are now. 23 try assists, 20 line break assists, and 7 tries. He had a huge season in 2020. I think it's kind of underappreciated. And then, being the sort of guy he is, everyone calls him arrogant and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, you watch his football over the last two years. This is what I said for a long time. He's a selfless footballer. He fits into whatever system he needs to fit into. Nathan Cleary is the guy at Penrith. He says, sweet, you run the show. I'll sit out here on this edge. Ivan Cleary would have said to him, look, we're going to run a lot more football through Matt Burton this year. I know that you had a huge year last year, but Burton's the guy we're going to run a lot of our attacking players. So, Jerome Luai goes, good as gold. Tell me what I need to do to make this game plan work. The next year comes around. He's probably expecting to take the reins. 
hey, we're going to turn Kikau into one of the best play, ball playing forwards on this edge. The center's going to run the overs line. He's just going to run a decoy. You're going to hit Kikau out the back. He'll create things there. Luai goes good as gold. How do I fit into this system, Ivan? How do I make it work? This year, I think it'll be a bit more of a traditional edge. I think Luke Garner, he'll be running that hard line. I think Jerome Luai, he'll be able to create a lot more things this year. I think he's in for a massive year. I think people that are hoping he'll be uh, a disappointment, I think you're you're in for a pretty tough year to watch. Jerome Luai, I think he's in for a huge one this year. I'm going to back him to have his best supercoach season that he has ever had. You know I'm high on Isaac Tungo, Taylor May, Luke Garner, that left edge. I think they're going to go really well this year. And I think Jerome Luai is in for a huge, huge season in 2023. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.